0: Brooks as the winner, and my dark horse, jeez, Brendan Todd. I saw Brendan Todd. For those that are, like, deep in the nerd weeds, there is a field list for the Open Championship. Please go look at Brendan Todd and how the Open Championship did him wrong on his picture. Hello, everybody. Well, there's going to be no one here for a minute. Mark Baldwin.
1: Ryan French. Look at you. You made it to the hotel room. Right
0: Dude, I've gone to the Barracuda today. I've played some Let It Ride at the uh, Eldorado. Let's talk about Parent. Power by Parent, the sponsor of this Monday Q review. That's really the Open Championship review. Uh, so you go to Power by Parent. Power by P E R U N dot com. I have this battery. I use this battery. In fact, I was at my Airbnb and a lot of the plugs didn't work, and I used it to charge my phone. You can charge it's good, you can charge your phone 200 times on one charge. You can, it's great for if the power goes out, uh, it's great for camping, it's great for you want to take the family. I've taken it to the beach with me. Uh, I've done a podcast out in the middle of the woods with it, and they're a huge supporter of us. So go buy a battery. It's a great option to, like, if you can't, you don't want to spend a huge amount on a generator. You can plug your refrigerator into this. Power by parent. Go get it. All right. Let's talk a little. uh, Let's start with the Barracuda Monday Qualifier.
1: Sure. You're in Reno. We might as well. And while you're at it, why don't you tell us how your luck's been at the tables? Because we saw that tweet that you sat down with a PGA tour player and they had to play in the pro-am just so they could afford to continue to play with you.
0: It's so true. The exact quote was, this is why I play in Monday pro-ams. I will not tell the, uh, player. Very nice. Talk to him again today. Uh, I will tell the JJ Henry story. I don't think that JJ will be mad about it. Uh, Tuesday night at the El Dorado Casino on the night of an opposite field event is a place, a place that I finally was like, I got to go to bed because the reporter in me will not be able to stand here and not report on this, you know? So I was like, I'm just going to go to bed, right? So, uh, but I see J.J. Henry, five-time PGA Tour winner?
1: I'm not familiar with how many wins he has, but. I'll defer to you on. I'm to say that. five,
0: maybe four. I could be totally off on that. Um, he's on the craps table. Him and uh, his friends are having fun. Seem to be in a good mood. Things seem to be going well. They're cheering often. So he, he throws the dice one time, whatever. They start cheering and he turns around and goes, that's Monday Q info. I love that guy. <laughs> and then comes over and gives me a big hug. Didn't know he know who I was, had no idea, had never met him prior to this. And then he was super nice and just talked to me for three minutes, four minutes between things, and uh, it was pretty it was pretty hilarious. All right. Barracuda Monday. Uh, Mark came out. He missed at the pre-qualifier, came out to the Monday, Hidden Valley, I caddy for JJ Gray. Super good dude. Super Hot out there, uh, was not a fun getting It was a fun getting experience because JJ's a good dude who's super chill, uh, didn't play well, uh, but still fun. And um, I came in, and Kyle Reifers, of course, in through the Monday.
1: Yeah, Kyle Reifers is making a charge here for the title of Mr. Monday Q with this finish. And we talked to him, he had just had his second child a week ago. So the timing on this couldn't be better. And he's been really close a couple of times after getting through Mondays. First at the Travelers and then at the Rocket Mortgage and just hasn't closed the deal on Sunday. So he's, he's hoping that this is his week.
0: Yep. Uh, back-to-back weeks. And then, uh, yeah, so Kyle talked to us for a long time and really talked about the biggest thing is just being healthy. He's been injured for a long time. And he said he's like just super refreshed and when Mark knows better than most, like when you're not feeling great and you come out and you're finally healthy and your back doesn't hurt and neck doesn't hurt more than normal for, they always hurt in some way for most pros uh, that he's like, it's the end of the season. Normally we're all like in the doldrums of this. And he's like, I'm just happy to be out here playing healthy. I have a new baby at home. If I miss, I get to go home. So
1: do you uh, use the word doldrums?
0: I don't think so. It's not probably not. And it's not. It's a paraphrasing. Hmm. Uh, Charles Porter, probably the best story. Been a while. Um, grew up in a home. Um, seven siblings. His family chose to stay in San Francisco, and he talked uh, in this article I read, and then when I talked to him, is like his parents lived there knowing it was super expensive to give their kids some opportunities. Uh, but like, it was so hard to make ends meet that there was times that they didn't have food. Uh, his dad worked as uh, a waiter and had another job. I mean, they were homeschooled and his parents just dropped him off at a public course that cost $5. And he, his quote to us was uh, $3 for green fees 50 cents for a hot dog and $2 Then the rest of gamble or something like that. It was uh, super good. His dad, um, we had a lot in common. That's the end of the story because, uh, he has ADHD. I have ADHD. Uh, his dad has Alzheimer's. Unfortunately, obviously my dad went through dementia. Uh, so Mark was like, man, this is, this is like two people have been through some, the same things
1: there's a lot of parallels there. And including when you were talking about your, uh, his budget at the golf course, it sounds a lot like your budget in Reno.
0: Yeah. hundred percent dog.
1: Uh, yeah. A little bit of spending money. Most of yeah. your budget is going towards the gambling.
0: Yeah. It's been a, it's been a good hashtag to uh, thank you to the Eldorado for the, the good card so far. But as we know, it can turn pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, Saw Bo Jackson, Mark. Didn't even tell Mark. Telling that to Mark right now, Bo Jackson uh, is making a speech today. I was actually invited, but don't have time. Uh, And I saw him get out of the car in front of me today. So Bo knows knows Reno.
1: Bo knows Monday Q. Uh,
0: Kyle Reifers, Charles Porter, Eddie Lye, and Grant Booth. Grant Booth went to University of Nevada um, uh, and... Awesome, like great. Obviously, home game important to him. I'm sure he'll have, I'll see him tomorrow. I'm sure, he'll have a lot of people out. Uh, that course, super easy. Mark noted it. We all noted it in the group. The most perfect day to play golf. I am, if that was a hundred person Monday queue, there was only 50, I think 55 players in this Monday. If this was a hundred person Monday, it may have taken a 62
1: i just like to say that the corn fairy Monday for the price cutter championship this week had 148 players.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If If there was 148. You might've had to risk 60. Yeah. If there was 148 at this point. So hidden Valley, relatively easy. No, very easy. uh, And the greens in pretty decent shape and they're super soft. And that adds up. And there was literally no breath of wind. I never gave JJ a wind all day. there just wasn't there just wasn't one uh and we were looking at scores mid-round we were even and so that is (laughs) bad news and uh we were looking at scores and like man uh we thought it would be lower and then all of a sudden a whole bunch of scores so it took uh 65 to get in uh and uh again pretty small field so a bigger field 63 would have been the number pretty pretty sure of that.
1: Listen, you had a perfect record going into the Monday
0: and JJ now it's spoiled. It up. Yeah.
1: What do you think you did? Because I mean, yeah, no, it must've been that.
0: I think pretty sure it was JJ. Uh, and uh, yeah, I caddied perfectly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I mean, it. am I mad? Yeah. I'm a little mad. No, I'm not. Uh, JJ was great. Super good dude. Uh, really, Had it going at the beginning. The first four holes were like, boom, boom, boom. We made two birdies. Uh, The other two holes had very legit chances. And I was like, oh, it's on. And as Mondays go, you make one bogey. So on a par five is uh, number seven. And we had an adventure on seven. Uh, We hit it into the right crab. It was somehow sitting up on the, like in the air on this uh, very long, thick fescue.
1: It was so thick and healthy. So thick. It belonged in an the like,
0: championship. We're not sure we're going to win this or find it. And I walked over the hill and I go, I got it. And he goes, What? And it's literally sitting on top of this matted down portion of the fescue. And it's probably a foot and a half to two feet just kind of in the air, floating on top of this. And so he's like, Man, I know I'm going to hook this. And we decided on seven iron to like lay short of this fairway bunker. And he hooked it like he thought he would hook it. And it was a hook that was like, you couldn't have played that hook. It was a, if you can duck hook a seven iron, that was it. And so we hit it into the left shit. And again, it was sitting on top of the fescue and behind a tree. And we chunked it short. And this is a pretty easy reachable par five. And then made a poor chip to about 20 feet two putted for six and that's like just as soon as that par putt misses you're like whoa we got some work to do and uh we turned it even and then you're dead i mean he's like well we need a dream back here
1: yeah after you made that bogey and reality begins to set in i i text you a few holes later and asked if things had turned around And you said, uh, we were two under through four and we already felt behind. That's how good the conditions are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. There was no like, if you get off to most Mondays and you're like two through four, you're like, man, that's good. You know, let's, let's get rolling here. And, uh, we were two through four and I was like, we probably need, unfortunately, missed those other two. (laughs) So, like, we needed to be four for the four. So, uh,
1: as just as an illustration of how, perfect the conditions were when tag writings and Jesse shooty walked off 18. I saw them and, and they were, they both kind of had their heads down and they felt like they had no chance. Yeah.
0: Um, what I learned in this one day is, uh, is they both shot sick. I think both Jesse and I know Tag did. Did Jesse shoot six?
1: Jesse shot five. Five.
0: Uh, so, uh, I've just got really good at reading Monday Q body language and through nine holes. You can, you can just, I mean, I'm sure I have the same thing. Like my walk when we're, when we made the turn at five under two years ago, two, three years ago, two years ago uh, was probably like, yeah, this is great. And probably when I was walking this week, but I saw some play you can Mark knows as he's a player. You can tell when people walk off 18 at a Monday, what, what the situation is uh mark let's transition to the open championship uh and let's not talk about rory or john Rahm or brooks or cam let's talk about people most people listening may not have heard of
1: great i'm in you just posted an article about this uh some diamonds in the fescue give it to us give us a preview
0: yeah, so uh, just took six guys uh, out of that have qualified in some way, some directly through qualifying, some through uh, Zach Fisher. Uh, I'll start with Zach. And shout out to Sub70, not a sponsor. This is not an ad, but a great company. And they helped me a long time ago. Uh, my first sponsor I ever had. And Zach uh, plays Sub70 clubs. Uh, and Jason Highland is over there. Uh, following along with him, it's their first major championship. Jason and Jay from Sub-70 are great dudes. They've been super good to me and always rooting for them. So not an ad, but uh, they're great. They're just great people and super happy. So I tell this story about Zach a lot. Sorry if people have heard it, but I think it was 2019-20. I sent him a message he had started to play better. He had corn fairy status, lost it, and then struggled for a long time, kept at it. His wife, Caitlin, is the hero of the family as she worked a couple of jobs to kind of make ends meet. And um, I just sent uh, Zach a, a DM and said, you know, what's changed in your in your game? And back then I didn't ask or didn't really think about what could be happening off the course. I was just like, Oh, you know, some part of his game got better. And uh, he said, I've become a better person, a better husband and a uh, better dad. And uh, talk, his church is very important to Zach and talked about his relationship with the church. And like, he was like, really, nothing has changed outside of I'm happier with myself and a better person and golf is, has followed in it. And I assume Mark, you can relate in the fact that outside life can affect any, like any job. Like when your outside life is perfect, it's easier to play golf. When it's not great, it's harder to play golf.
1: Yes. And there's something too about after suffering various disappointments that you inevitably encounter in professional golf, it humbles you. And I think a lot of players come out early on in their careers with, uh, you know, some bravado and some, you know, extreme confidence, maybe a little bit of arrogance and, that can be a hindrance at times. At some point, reality catches up to almost all of us that play this game. And it can force you to look at forces outside of your life. And especially if you are so singularly focused. So eventually, the there has to be some balance in your life. And uh, nothing can give you that information, like the disappointments of being humbled by this really difficult and great game.
0: Yes. Uh, agreed. Uh, Who's up Zach next? Is, oh, yeah. Zach's a good dude, and hopefully he plays well. Uh, Brandon Robinson uh, Thompson has a glorious man bun. Uh, has pl- Went to USC. Uh, Aiken has played, like, a lot of pros all over the world. Uh, but is my... Of, of these six guys might be my pick to play the best, uh, because, uh, he's like on a heater. He's won three times on the clutch tour, the Mina tour, whatever, a bunch of mini tours over there. And, uh, he's just on a heater. So, uh, been grinding forever, uh, playing across losses visa here. He's from England. Originally had to go back, played many tours over there. And, uh, He's my pick for the dark horse of the dark horses.
1: All right. And you feel like, do you feel like he, out of all the players that you wrote about in this article, will likely excel above the rest?
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, he's definitely playing the best of these players. Um, but, you know, I, lo- I love all these stories, as you know, as we uh, go into Michael Stewart. Um, uh, in, during COVID, worked at a hand sanitizer company, drove a forklift, a friend of his owned the company, uh, did sales, made deliveries, all that sort of stuff. And uh, I say this all the time about qualifiers. He happened to get through the qualifying process. Uh, is that, I don't know if uh, Michael Stewart will ever have a career in golf or ever be a champion, but no matter what, he can always say, he played in a major, and it's uh, it's super cool. He can shoot 80-80. No one's going to care in 10 years or two years or this year, for that matter, uh, outside of his family. But he's always going to have the medal, player medal. He's always going to, I'm sure, steal the caddy bib like I do. And uh, he's always going to say he got to play at Royal Liverpool, and there's it's just something very cool about that.
1: Okay, I'm going to – throw out a few because you have such a much greater in-depth knowledge of these lesser known players than i do i'm going to throw out some players that are notable that made it through qualifying for the open championship and you tell me if you think any of your picks will beat them okay yeah yeah yeah. first pick that made it through open qualifying alex fitzpatrick whose brother has yeah. really curbed enthusiasm this week and said he just hopes to finish in the top 30.
0: Yeah. Alex Fitz, God's. Brandon Thompson, Robinson Thompson is going to beat Alex Patrick, Fitzpatrick.
1: All right. Uh, one more Englishman, Matt
0: Wallace. Matt can just go so both ways. He could win and he could shoot a billion and fire his caddy. So uh, Zach Fisher is going to beat Matt, Matt Wallace.
1: All right, uh couple of South Africans. Charles Schwartzel.
0: Yeah, chomp my wife and I, well, Stephanie knows very little. she knows more about golf now, but uh one of the first people she learned I used to call Charles Schwartzel Chomps because he has humongous front teeth. And uh we always know Chomps and so like Trek, chomps, Trek's cousin. Yeah, Chomps is gonna win. Chomps is gonna play well
1: and last but not least someone who we've seen contend in brendan. majors and open championships before another south african brendan grace
0: i cannot i just don't know how to get used to i see logos on players you know all the time that change but man i cannot get used to him wearing the stingers hat like i just just brett i just remember brendan gation in a different hat uh and brett Live players, even if they aren't playing well on live, seem to step up in majors. Uh, Brennan Grace is going to finish in the top 20.
1: All right, there you have it.
0: Uh, Mark James Nicholas was going to join us, but he went to dinner. Uh, and I love big playoffs. He got through an 11 for three, 11 for two. three, 11 for two, 11 for two playoff at the price cutter that went to Tuesday morning. Uh, a real quick, Luke Gannon uh, got through, not in the playoff, but through the qualifier. One of my favorite stories, janitor, where his dad, his dad is a pastor. And Luke worked as the janitor slash maintenance man at the church for like 10 years from the time he was like 14, and including a couple of years when he was a pro. And he would work at the church and then go on the road, play professionally, got into the U.S. Open. I followed him around. Um yeah, it's been he's, – he's a really good dude, uh, very soft-spoken, very quiet. Him and his wife are great people, and uh, he's working with Chris Harder. Chris has been great to me. Chris. used to work with Hayden Buckley, um, and so two people I'll definitely root for this week.
1: Yeah, great to see James Nicholas get through. He is a, a really hard worker, obviously an Instagram sensation, but just a solid – guy and he just there's no quit he's a resilient man and this is a the type of event where somebody can break through who hasn't been there consistently all year this is in springfield missouri it's a it's a very cool golf course it's beautiful zoysia fairways the greens are always soft and very true so the scores are very low the winning score is usually between 20 and 25 under and because of where it falls in the schedule, and because the scores do go so low, a lot of the the really top, highly ranked players on the Corn Ferry Tour points list use this week as their off week. So it gives some other players a little further down the list uh, a opportunity, a chance to really move up. And it's a great week to get your birdie hat on, and go make some, and uh, you know, cool cool it, Nicholas made it through and uh and gannon as well so hopefully those guys can continue their red hot play
0: all right you go first your pick for the open championship and your dark horse it doesn't have to be a qualifier like it doesn't have to be deep in the dark horse category go
1: i'm gonna go with rory wins Mm. and tommy fleetwood is my dark horse
0: Mm. Mm. I am going to go with Brooks as the winner and my dark horse, jeez, Uh, Brendan Todd. I saw Brendan Todd. For those that are, like, deep in the nerd weeds, there is a field list for the Open Championship. Please go look at Brendan Todd and how the Open Championship did him wrong on his picture. They have like action shots and <laughs> Brendan needs to call his agent and have the open championship change that because that ain't friendly.
1: Is, is he, nice. a, is he a Reno, a downtown Reno eight?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, always an eight and uh, uh, in Reno always an eight. And, but in that picture, maybe like a five Reno, even Reno five. Ooh, uh, that's, a, that's doing him dirty. So, Tomorrow, I will be at the Barracuda Championship. You guys are all going to be up early. I don't know how you people live on the West Coast. This is insane. My kids are already in bed. I haven't even had dinner. And it's nuts. Like, we don't, I don't talk to my kids or my wife. I don't know how you people travel and live on the West Coast. I mean, God bless you, golfers and caddies that do this all the time. Wild stuff. I just said goodnight to my kids and my wife. My wife goes to bed early, too. And now I'm going to go to dinner. Like what? So weird. I don't know how you guys do it. And I've had a long day with other news organizations and outlets. I'm going to go play some poker and that's it.
1: All right. Keep the hot streak alive in Reno. See you everybody. Bye-bye.